Thanks for stopping into We Called It. We are finally back in the NFL season with uh, betting picks coming each week. So we'll be going through our games, giving our takes, and even which fantasy players. We added that in this year. Uh, before we get started, let's say hi to everyone here. Connor Lucas, how's it going? Hey, Phil. We won't tell the listeners that we had to do this cut six times. We will tell them, because I just did. But anyways. <laughs> I'll, I'll put together a highlight reel, because I have all the recordings of us. Just That was awful. All right, and Dr. Kenneth Call, how you doing? Hey, hey, Connor, what's going on? I'm not saying hi to Phil again. No way. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> we've done NFL's enough. Back, baby. Let's, let's go, man. NFL's back, so let's start talking about it. Thursday night football's coming. Uh, you should be able to watch this before it starts. Rams versus the Bills. Kick it off should be a fantastic game. Uh, do you guys have any sides you're taking or anything you're just looking forward to watching football again? Connor. That would be that would be me. Okay, this is pretty much like a pick 'em. I mean, this is a, a a toss up because I just don't. Anytime you see something like a plus two and a half spread, something less than a field goal, I mean, very rarely I feel like you get those picks where it's either plus four, minus three. You either got a field goal and you get a touchdown, so it's seven and three. So for for this, I feel like one team is going to win by either plus or minus three, so you, hopefully you're on the right side of that. So I don't necessarily think that this is a favorable spread for the Rams. Uh, so I think that Buffalo is going to win by more than three. It's just my initial feedback on this one. Realistically, you, you, you're saying it's going to be a normal football game, and the Bills yeah. will win, and therefore they're just going to win by more than three points, right? That's basically it. Also, uh... I'm telling you, man, I, I'm, I'm a little worried about Matt Stafford's elbow. Is this going to be like Big Ben throwing it like two years ago when it was the first game of the season and he just throws one pass and goes, ah, you Tommy John surgery. <laughs> I, I don't know. It could it be. It's not going to be that. All right. It's so- not because oh, Matt Stafford has ten, or tendonitis versus a UCL or, you know, Tommy John uh, injury, which is – Different part of the elbow. Uh, not it, they're both overuse, but one causes a lot more uh, discomfort. And no, he will not need a surgery right. like that. Listeners, you heard it here first. Jen believes everything on the internet. <laughs> they're not lying about his elbow. Completely <laughs> ignored. No. And they're not. Uh, I'm sorry. There's just a giant difference between a UCL injury and a ten- and tendonitis. But you know, tell me more about it. We only introduce him as Doctor no. Kenneth Call every week, <laughs> but discredit him and say he's WebMD. <laughs> WebMD. WebMD. Listen, no. we care about the diagnosis. If that was the diagnosis, they're lying, Ken. They're lying. <laughs> they're lying right to our faces. And that's what happens when you don't believe anything you read on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. So, oh. um, one interesting thing. Yes, I agree. This is this is as much a toss-up as, as anything. I'm only picking a game because uh, Phil told me. I mean, both teams super high expectations coming in, but Sean McVay is five and zero straight up on on season openers. Um, with that. I just, uh, I like the Rams coming in more. I mean, especially after that Chiefs-Bills, the last time we saw them on the field, just so much going in, so uh, so many emotions. I mean, Bills are Super Bowl or bust right now. So, uh, I mean, expectations clearly high on both sides. FYI, we are not including this pick against us unless I win, and then we are <laughs> including this pick. 
Yeah, no, this is just, it, it's like the Super Bowl, you know? You have to make a pick because it's the, it's the standalone game. It's the first game of the year. Uh, I'm going with the Rams with Ken, and it's mostly because I don't trust the Bills with uh, Brian Dable gone. I think they're going to have some troubles offensively. Uh, and then, like Ken said, I think offensive-minded coaches do better in the first two or three weeks of the year because they can come in, they can game plan, they have all their cool little plays uh, drawn up. And then defensive coaches, it just takes longer for defenses to get rhythm with each other and adapt. Uh, so I am with Ken. Rams plus two and a half seems to be the way to go. Realistically, I didn't take it, but I am just hoping for over 52 and a half. I just want another. Like every time I watch football with two high-powered offenses now, I just want Chiefs versus Bills 2.0. You know, 13 seconds left, someone scores and sends it to overtime or something. All right, so with that, we're going to head over to our favorite picks of the week. Connor, I see you have Arizona plus six and a half against Kansas City. Why are you so high on the underdog here? You just said it. You took all my thunder away. You just said offensive coaches are better at the beginning of the season because now you're looking at things that haven't been implemented until this preseason. So coaches are watching old film and also – Cliff Kingsbury, it is no secret. The guy is great for the first eight games of the season. Fantastic. In college, all the way through the pros, his entire coaching career, he gets figured out exactly what I just said. People watch his film after the first six or seven games, and then they're like, hey, we should do this. And then they Cliff doesn't have a changeup. He only has a fastball. That's it. So, so what I, you're saying I, is with three months to prepare, Cliff Kingsbury might be the best coach in the NFL. But after that, he's screwed. That's correct. He goes from from basically, uh, you know, Andy Reid in the first half to uh, the dude that just got fired from the Bears in the second half. <laughs> Matt Nagy. There you go. Matt Nagy. So, uh, so that's the issue with the game. He's playing Andy Reid, who also does very well to start off start off years. But guess more what? Important- guess what? Ken, name one one. One off-season defensive, I don't know, player that the Kansas City Chiefs brought in that was like, oh my goodness, name one, name one. Didn't they draft two? I just oh, don't know their names. Mahomes, man. They drafted George Karloftis, which is a defensive end who's had a really good preseason, and they lost Tyron Matthew. So Tyron Matthew's no longer there. So I'm, I, I, I can't see them getting much better on defense. Oh, by the way, they played Kyler's little game in the offseason and basically said, here's a bunch of money. We'll let you even play around as calling the plays in the preseason. We'll do whatever you want. All you have to do is win games. Oh, and by the way, uh, you do have uh, a pretty good talent around you, even without DeAndre Hopkins. Hey, we brought in your old college roommate, Hollywood Brown. Uh, so I, I would say they're, they're sort of just betting it all on Kyler. I don't know if I bet it all on Kyler, but I do feel like at the beginning of the season, dude was the MVP frontrunner last year. So, oh, and the year before, I'm just go ahead and, play it out. and the year before, he was a sneaky dark horse MVP when they were like, I don't know if they were six and zero the year before or four and two, but he was looking great. All right, I'm telling you, I, I don't care what you say though. Patrick Mahomes, it's going to be the same struggle that is going to be happening in uh, 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 Green Bay. Who is going to be more important to one another? Tyreek Hill to Monte Adams to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think there is going to be a transition. Juju Smith-Schuster is not Tyreek Hill. That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, but Sky Moore will be because I need him for my fantasy team. All I right. Say something. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about my fantasy team at that point. All right, Ken, uh, you got Jacksonville as your favorite pick of the week. They're plus two and a half at Washington. Um, Why do you like them so much? I just think that no team had a, a bigger uh, plus minus than uh, when they kicked off Urban Meyer uh, <laughs> last year from, to the start of this year. But uh, no, I, I want to see what Trevor Lawrence has. I want to see what he does with uh, ETN and a bunch of really overpaid wide receivers. Um, but also, uh, Jacksonville, this is the same team that beat up and embarrassed Carson Wentz, actually got him kicked out of Indianapolis. If it wasn't for uh, that game week 18, he's probably still in Indy. They, you know, probably get embarrassed in a playoff game, but, you know, he's still probably there. Um, But, oh, look at that. He's playing them again. Um, But uh, I just, this is as much of a disbelief in Carson Wentz as it is a belief in uh, Jacksonville this year. All right, Connor, it looks like it's not your pick of the week, but you still have Jacksonville on on your betting card. What do you like about it? Correct me if I'm wrong, Phil, but last year, I think I opened picks, picking Jacksonville. <laughs> I think I opened, like, the, the season picking Jacksonville. Yeah, it and didn't go well. No, you're right. They got blown out. That's right. So uh, this is going to be the opposite of that when I pick them. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't like Carson Wentz. I just don't like him. They're, the Washington Commanders' defense is still without Chase Saw some chatter today that they're not upset. They're, they're pretty upset with Chase Young. I guess he, like, re-aggravated or did something to delay his comeback with his uh, rehab with his knee. So that hurts them. I, I don't think they've done enough on their defense to pick up guys, make, make splashes, except for take on $21.5 million of Carson Wentz. Um, and you know, have to deal with, I don't know. They, Jahan, Jahan Dotson is probably pretty good. I think, I think he's good, but you know, you got players getting carjacked, resting, you know, you know, I almost said rest in peace, Brian Robinson. He's not dead. Everyone. He's not dead. He just got shot in the knee. May, may, may you rest peacefully in your recovery. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just, I don't, I, I hate the commanders more than I like Jacksonville. Well, also they're starting running back. Like Antonio Gibson was rumored to, they were going to announce Brian Robinson as like the unofficial starter, uh, was yeah. a rumor. And then, you know, he had his incident. So I saw so. a really mean thing that it was like Tanya Harding <laughs> to oh. Brian Robinson. It was no. like the, the, the culprit was Antonio Gibson who carjacked <laughs> Brian Robinson and shot him in the knee. Uh, <laughs> Man. It didn't happen, everyone. That didn't happen. Antonio Gibson's a great guy. All right. Uh, so moving on to my pick of the week. I have the over in the Steelers versus the Bengals game. And it it was tough, like, just looking at it. Compared to all the other totals, the Bengals have an elite offense, and they're the only team with an elite offense with a total under, like, 47. I don't understand it. You look, we said the Bills-Rams is 52 and a half. Uh Chiefs versus Cardinals, 54. Tampa Bay, Dallas, 51. Like, all of these are way higher, and I I really think there's a penalty against the Bengals right now because last year they played very conservatively go- throughout the year, running Joe Mixon a lot. Uh, but I, you got to remember, Joe Burrow was coming off a torn ACL going into last year, 
And I really don't think Zach Taylor knew what he had in his offense between Jamar Chase, who, you know, couldn't actually see the ball in the preseason, then turned into Randy Moss in the first game. And then, you know, he has the second elite receiver in T. Higgins. You know, we saw that T. Higgins rookie, so we all knew how wonderful he was, except for Ken. But I really think Cincinnati is going to come out, be much more aggressive than they were last year, not rely on Joe Mixon 25 carries a game. And then Pittsburgh has really good weapons. And the Bengals still don't have a number two cornerback. Uh, I think I saw a stat that was like Deontay Johnson could be in a good spot because um, who is it? Mitch Trubisky throws a better deep ball than Big Ben did. And I don't know if that's true, but I also know George Pickens will make life easy uh, for the quarterback slash coverage on Deontay Johnson. Deontay uh, Johnson, questionable this week. Questionable. Yeah, it's so- it's questionable, but he's going to be on the field. And worth and. If he's not out there, Chase Claypool gets moved back outside, so you still keep the deep threat aspect. Uh, also, whoever Eli Apple's guarding, play them in fantasy. It doesn't matter. Any week, just look hey, for Eli, Ma- hey, Eli Apple. I read a great article in, from Sports Illustrated today. They did a full article on Eli Apple and his struggles. His, his struggles? And- I thought you were going to come yes. back and say why he's underrated because I was going to say he got crushed. It was all about him, how he loves the Twitter hate that he gets because he talks the most trash in the NFL and then doesn't back it up except for a couple of plays. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like got the shortest memory ever. <laughs> hey, if you guys are wondering what that noise is, it's Janeth's dog. Ken, oh, Ken has a, has a uh, husky. So, you know, trying to get him to sit is, is, is a struggle. <laughs> my hands are so bitten right now. <laughs> we, we apologize ken can, can you just like hit mute if you're not talking <laughs> don't worry you're going to be talking soon though because we are don't take PETA on us okay we love dogs yeah uh we are we just want to protect our listeners ears anyways let's move over to the saints versus atlanta not the sexiest game but we got two picks on this game. Ken is taking the Saints. Connor is taking the over. I told you to keep your mic unmuted, so you go first. Ken, why do you like the Saints? Uh, it's minus five and a half, by the way. Uh, easy. Uh, they got weapons. Uh, Atlanta does not have a defense. And I don't care if it's the conservative James uh, that comes out or the more aggressive. You know, I, I'm, I'm very interested to see what Olave, Michael Thomas, Kamara. I'm not going to include Jarvis Landry in there because I don't think he, I, I just don't think he's special anymore, but uh, doesn't matter. They won't need it uh, because Atlanta does not have much of a defense. Uh, I think that that uh, five and a half points uh, between their defense not doing it, and I do not believe in Marcus Mariota. I think that uh, New Orleans State's defense is definitely uh, a really uh, awful start uh, for Marcus Mariota to the year, um, but... Uh, I, I think this one's going to get out of hand. Uh, yeah, easy, I, I mean, easily they, they can win by two scores. All I'm hearing is Jameis is familiar with playing in Atlanta. And I think uh, his last, his 30th touchdown in the 30-30 year, or 30th interception was thrown in Atlanta, if I have that right, in the, when it was the pick six. All right, Connor, why do you like the over? Because Jameis is going to go... Five and five. Five touchdowns, <laughs> five interceptions. That's why. I, I, I don't know anything about Atlanta, Atlanta's defense, so I do think the Saints are going to score. Michael Thomas is 
questionable again with a hamstring. So let's not even act like he's going to be playing. But you get Kamar back, you get the one-two, you get smash and dash, you get Ingram, who's going to probably get some ground and pound time. I don't know if you can count on Alave yet, but I think you can count on. Uh, uh, I do think you can count on at least if Michael Thomas plays or and Alave plays. I think they're going to have some big plays, but I think you have enough, uh, at least enough distractions on the outside to keep the box open for Kamara and Ingram. And I don't, I don't know what it is, but like I've always felt like I always liked Mariota. I think their offense is going to be better with him than it was Matt Ryan because I think he's more of a weapon. I think he can open up the offense a little bit more than Matt Ryan. Matt Matt Ryan's a true pocket quarterback, um, but I don't know anything about their defense, so I I couldn't tell any. I I don't think they again. I don't think any they made any big blockbuster moves. They've got a great corner. Uh, yeah, AJ but, Terrell. That's what I was going to say. Terrell. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't think they have anything else. I'm taking the. I'm I'm, I'm taking the over. Yeah, I'm Most with you. The, Atlanta is full on, and we're getting one of the great quarterbacks coming in, right? So I don't think yeah. they're they they did nothing to help themselves this year. Um, I, I'm with you. Oh, Fun fact, Arthur Smith was the offensive coordinator at Tennessee the year that Mariota was there and then benched him for Tannehill that year. So uh, I don't know why he went out and got Mariota. Like, he was like, I really hated you then. I love you now. Well, I, 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 I just said they're getting a new quarterback next year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, Ritter looked good, but I don't think he's the answer. It's hard to pass up somebody yeah, like you, 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 He's going to play the last four games of the season when they don't care anymore, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that guy's a third-round backup for a reason. Anyways, <laughs> uh, next game we're going to be talking about is Philly versus Denver or Detroit. Sorry. Uh, I have Detroit plus four. Uh, I've talked about it all year. I don't like Jalen Hurts, and I don't like the Eagles' offense. Everyone is high on them. I did pick them to make the playoffs and win that division, but that's just because the NFC East is such trash. Um, Dan Campbell, Connor, you hyped him up all last year, and you loved him. The The Lions were your, like, I, I don't know. They, they were like this, I don't know. I, some They're kind of that I wanted to cover and win, like, every game. By the way, I think they covered, like, the most spreads last year in the entire, like, it was like, they were top three in covering spreads last year, and I didn't pick them enough. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I was gonna say, they're not, like, your, your home team, though. They're just, like, this this other cousin that you have, and you're like, yeah, I like this kid a lot. But, uh, yeah, I'm high on them. I think their offense is actually underrated. They brought in some good weapons. I don't know if Jameson Williams is playing. I, he's probably out, right, coming back from that. They have, they have a top five offensive line, though. Yeah, I was going to say they have an offensive line, a high offensive line. And then DeAndre Swift is a just huge playmaker. And I think Philly has a good defensive front and defensive backfield. But you're going to have, like, linebackers trying to chase him down, and he's going to make him look silly. Uh, I am just, again, not high on Philly. And I think Detroit comes out. They're at home. They just came off hard knocks. I think they, you know, you saw a lot of emotion by the team. I think they come out hot and they just try to, you know, make their fans proud and lose by a field goal. <laughs> they got they got uh, Jeff Okuda coming back. So a top five pick. And then Aiden Hutchinson, who's a top two pick uh, on defense. So, I mean, you, you drafted well. But, uh, I man... I don't know. I also saw another hot take. You've heard it here first, except for the article that I just read. They probably <laughs> heard it here first. But 
I heard that there's a 40% chance. Seriously, people keep talking about how Jalen Hurts has this long leash. They're all in on Jalen Hurts. I heard a contradicting story of an Eagles insider saying he does not have a long leash at all. They made all of these moves on the defensive side. They are in win now. If he sucks at the beginning of the year, they did not trade Gardner Minshew for a reason. They will pull the plug on him early if he sucks in the first three or four games, even though he's way more athletic. But Gardner Minshew has proven that he can be a passer. So that was a hot take that I was like, ah. A favorite player of our show. We can only hope Gardner (laughs) Minshew gets on the field with those offensive (laughs) weapons. I I would love the Eagles then. Well, I would like the Eagles. I'd be in deep like with them. We'd be going on a couple dates and then breaking up. <laughs> Ken, do you have anything for Gardner Mitchell? I know you love him. That's just it. I love him. Uh, no, I mean, I, I like the entire Eagles team except for Jalen Hurts. And I'm, I'm very interested to see how this game goes, both for Detroit. I mean, exact same reasons uh, Connor said. But um, uh, interested to see, like, how these teams go. Because, I mean, Philadelphia, I mean, they, they could easily, I mean, just run away with that division and, you know, clearly, like, make a run. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I, I'm not big on betting on teams I'm not very confident of in the, in the first week. All right, so let's go on to the next game. Ken, this is a very meaningful game for you and me as Browns fans, or you and I. You and me. I and you. I don't know. Anyways, Cleveland versus Carolina. Ken and I stayed away because we felt a lot of personal bias, you know, both ways. You don't want to pick Baker Mayfield against the Browns, and then you don't want to pick the Browns because it's just not looking great. But Connor, you had the stones to do it. You went out. Cleveland plus one and a half. Listen, listen, Panthers are not a good football team, okay? I don't care. I mean... The Browns have a great defense. The Browns did really didn't do much in the offseason for their defense, but they didn't have to. They've got an elite corner. They've got an elite pass rush. uh, They've got solid linebackers. They paid a lot of DBs. They've got another, even their opposite corner, uh, the kid from Northwestern that did pretty well last year. He was a rookie. Uh, And then they also... Yeah, Newsom. And then they also have like a, a nickel guy who was a, a again Grant Delpit who tore his ACL or tore his Achilles last year. They got him coming back. They've got Josh Johnson or is it Josh Johnson? John Johnson. John Johnson. Stupid name. JJ. <laughs> anyway, another. I mean, they've got some big names here. I. The only thing that could go wrong here is Baker Mayfield's rage, but who cares? I mean. I, I I don't know. I, 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 I just feel like Jacoby Brissett is serviceable enough. A guy that can get you, can cover up, can take one and a half points. Like, I just feel like he can take that. I don't know why, but Brissett felt like he was always all right. Like, I feel like he's Baker Mayfield light. But he's not going to make mistakes, right? And that, that's his thing, right? He'll, get, he'll throw 16 touchdowns in a 17-game 17 t- 17 year, but it's going to be five interceptions or something. He's going to feed yeah, Nick Chubb. They're going to feed Chubb, Kareem yeah. Hunt. They're, if Kareem Hunt stays on the team, I don't know what that whole contract and if he wants to get traded still. I really hope he yeah, plays. But even if he doesn't, much. even does like De- Dearness Johnson is a good backup. You can Between him and Chubb, you can get 30 rushes 
um, hopefully for like 120, 150 yards and make I life easy. McCaffrey, I have McCaffrey in a lot of leagues, okay? <laughs> so I need him to not get hurt. Give me about all of their offense running through him. I got DJ Moore in a couple too. <laughs> Help me out with those two guys. Over here talking smack about in. them, and then he's let just like. Score, let him score two touchdowns, one by each. Let McCaffrey get all the yards that he wants. Only throw it to those two guys. Baker's probably pretty good at that because they don't have anything else. Uh, and then, uh, you know, throw a bunch of interceptions. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. All right, let's go on our next game. Uh, I'm taking the Bears plus seven against San Fran. Uh, there have been reports recently that San Fran's, like, practices have been absolutely dreadful. And I think what it's, the Rams, at the same time, are having reports that they're um, – Practices have been phenomenal. So I am just high on the 49ers sucking and not <laughs> not trying to throw the ball too much with their new rookie court. With the, I guess their first year started. Bears, we got it, okay? You said you said the Tomato, one thing. tomato. You know, it's they're like the same thing. Uh, <laughs> what, Super Bowl champs, bottom feeders. Yeah, same thing. Toma- tomato, tomato. I'm sorry about that. But anyways, yeah, I, I really like Justin Fields. It, it's no secret. I've been talking him up ever since he, he got the starting job. Uh, and I think San Fran does have a really good team. But I, I don't trust Trey Lance to take, you know, the team and be up 17-7 to and turn that into a 30-7 to win. I feel like Kyle Shanahan won't trust him to, you know, do a big play-action deep bomb and try to make something fancy happen when they have a two-score lead. They're going to be... Uh, grounding and pounding and giving Chicago a chance to come back. And it's still early in the year. Justin Fields and the Bears are still – Matt Eberflus is the new coach. He's going to be like, I got to, you know, make make plays and make myself look good to start the year so people don't already start talking smack about me and saying we should get rid of Justin Fields or whatever. So I am just really high on this being a San Fran win but not a San Fran cover. It's just going to be one of those games that slips out of their hands late as it goes on. Any any other thoughts or disagreements there? I just worry about the uh, for, or that Bears. Uh, I guess you call it offensive line uh, that they patched together versus uh, the pass rush uh, the Forty Niners. Uh, I'm a you know obviously Ohio State guy, huge Bosa fan. Anyone with the last name Bosa, um, but uh, I don't know. I, I I just don't. It's gonna be a can uh, Fields, you know, score some points, or is he going to get a lot of sacks, maybe throw a few picks uh, from pressure? That, I think that's going to be the difference. All right. Let's go on to the next game then. Ken, you have the Giants plus five and a half against Tennessee. Why are you picking a team with, like, the worst offense in the NFL? <laughs> <laughs> I think that quads. <laughs> because... Uh, Tennessee uh, just patched together an offense, too. Yeah, they got Derrick Henry still, but, um, you know, Robert Woods coming off an ACL injury. Traylon Burks just finally got into shape, apparently. Um, he had asthma. He had asthma. Come on. He's always had did he, asthma. Did he cure that? He <laughs> <laughs> got asthma in the offseason. Okay. <laughs> but um, I, I, hopefully it's just gone. I I I have Traylon Burks on plenty of fantasy teams. I want him to do well. But uh, I think it's going to take a bit to put it together. And I just, I cannot imagine the Giants being anywhere near as bad as they were last year. Saquon's healthy. 
Daniel Jones has people to throw the ball to, um, there's still Daniel Jones on that team. So that's going to be – that's going to be the quarterback. Still the quarterback. That's going to be the biggest struggle there. But uh, I think this is – Tennessee also really likes to win games and not uh, score more than three points more than the other team. So uh, I think it's – I think they'll squeeze out a win, but I don't – I'm saying they don't cover. Yeah. I could see that happening. They're, they're, the only problem with like taking the tenants, the Titans like that, or going against the Titans like that, is Derrick Henry's that guy that's like, hey, we're grounding and pounding, and now I'm going to get my 470-yard touchdowns, even though it's like it doesn't matter. It won't impact you know our win probability, but my stats are going to look great. I'm really hoping Saquon can get within you know seven points of Derrick Henry. That's really <laughs> what this game is. <laughs> uh, all right. Um... Connor, I think we covered all your games, so we'll head back to me for uh, New England versus Miami. I am incredibly low on the New England Patriots this year. I think all the reports of how bad their offense is, um, it's it's just going to make them look so laughable as they start the year. Uh, I saw a report today that was like, they want to use Ramondre Stevenson like Alvin Kamara. And it's like, dude, Alvin Kamara is very unique in his skill set. And yes, Ramondre Stevenson can catch passes and run the ball. But Alvin Kamara can do those both at an extremely high level. You know, Ramondre, I don't think he can, you know, keep up with that. But all, what is it, against the Raiders, there was reports that the Raiders were just running through their offensive line. They There's no system to how they call plays i've talked about it a lot i like offensive coordinators that call plays in the first and second quarter to set up plays in the third and fourth quarter and there's just going to be no rhythm or rhyme i think to what the patriots are doing i think at one point they said they want to do like a rotation of how of who calls the plays so it's just going to be oh i think this looks best why not uh and overthought himself on that one because he just wanted to make sure that hey I rule if I don't name an offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator, these guys don't have to talk to the press after the game. It's only me. <laughs> so I think he overthought himself on that one. So, yeah. And then Miami, um, they have the tools for an excellent offense. Um, something that I think could give a lot of problems to the Patriots. Uh, just a lot of speed. Um, you can, you have a smart offensive coach uh, coming from the Kyle Shanahan tree, like I just said, who's going to use his receivers and get them space to catch the ball and run. I think that'll cause a lot of problems for, you know, DBs just trying to keep up with the speed of Jalen Waddell and Tyree Kill and Raheem Mostert and Chase Edmonds. Like, it's just so much dynamic plays, and I don't think uh, Bill Belichick will have – well, e- even if he has an answer, his offense won't be able to score. Miami minus three and a half, uh, I think it's just going to be a smash play. So I think our last pick, though, is going to be going back to Ken. You have the under. Oh, no, we'll have one more after this. You have the under in the Buccaneers versus Dallas, the Sunday night football game. 51 is the total. Why are you taking the under? It's just a lot of bad press for them recently. Uh, you know, uh, Tom Brady he doesn't have an uh, interior offensive line. Uh, he's still, I mean, it still really is a patchwork wide receiver group. Like, I know Godwin's going to be out there. He's not going to be 100%. Julio Jones has been with the team for like what, like a month. Um, but uh, really, a lot of this has to do with uh, Dallas, too. I mean, I, missing their left tackle, I mean, arguably one of the top five left tackles in the game is really, really going to hurt them. Um, so uh, no Tyron Smith, no, no Amari Cooper. Uh, you know, you have 
Zeke, Tony Pollard, C.D. Lamb, and uh, we'll see how Dak does with half of the offensive line that he had before. Um, I just I think they're both trending in the wrong direction. It's going to make for uh, just not a high, not as high scoring of a game as you'd expect. Um, if Tom Brady can break a Dallas Cowboy defense, then you know that that's really what you're looking for. But uh, I'm I'm willing to bet the under. All right, and then our last pick of the week is going to be Denver versus Seattle. I'm taking Denver minus six and a half. I think I mentioned this weeks ago, uh, but Seattle is awful at football. Geno Smith is absolutely terrible, and Russell Wilson is going to want to kind of, you know, put it in their face. This is why you should have kept me, and this is why you should have let me throw the ball all the time and built your, you know, game plans around me instead of whatever Pete Carroll was doing and running the ball right up the middle, like, on first and second down over and over again. Russell Wilson revenge game. He's going to run up the score. I think uh, Nathaniel Hackett wants to, you know, make a name for himself. You know, a new, young, uh, hot offensive coordinator promoted to coach. He has tons and tons of weapons. He has a good quarterback. And I think he's going to want to just be like, all right, let's run up the score. Let me show you. Let me show you what I can do. Uh, And it's not just because I had Aaron Rodgers last year. So... There's all that. Connor, you've been quiet. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but the 33rd ranked quarterback this year was Drew Locke. The 32nd, Geno Smith. Okay? So I can understand why you think Geno is uh, sucky, but he's not the worst quarterback that could be starting a football team right now. It could be Drew Locke. All right? But you said Geno Smith is 32, and how many teams are there in the NFL? So technically, remember. of the best 32, he is the worst of them. So he's the worst starter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, but he's still better than the other option is what I'm saying. All right? The only <laughs> one that I – you know, there are a handful of quarterbacks that I would take uh, above Geno Smith. Taylor Heineke. Arthur <laughs> uh, the, the, there's a handful. It's called Toby the Bichette. NFL QB list. If you just Google QBs in the NFL. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. <laughs> uh, but anyways – Anyways, that's just some defending of Geno Smith because I, I picked him up on waivers in fantasy this week in a dynasty league, and I'm going to trade him for somebody who has no idea who is really hurting in their 2QB league. <laughs> Anyways, that's a different segment. Different segment. Different segment. All right. So let's. Uh, we covered all of our picks. There are still some fun, exciting games out there. Uh, let's just talk about them real quick. I guess there's really only one I'm interested in, but that is... The Raiders versus the Chargers. None of us had a pick on it. It's a three and a half point spread, 53 point total. We've talked about the AFC West over and over and over again and how we're excited about it. Um, I think this is probably like one of the must watch games. The reason we didn't pick it, I guess I'm speaking on your guys' behalf, is because we think it's going to be a great game. Uh, We're going to be doing this entire, this entire year is going to be staying away from betting anything in this, in this conference. We just like, it's just staying out of this league. Don't have any idea. It, it, it's going to be the, we don't pick it, but it's our game of the week every time because it's going to be phenomenal. Exactly. I was going to say, yeah, Ken, yes. Ken well, I know you've talked about this. Can't wait to watch it. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm going to watch every AFC West game. I'm just going to go to bed at, you know, one or two in the morning. Uh, every Sunday night, Monday night, don't care. I'm all in. Yeah, this game's on at 4.30. I don't know why Ken's up till one or two in the morning, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but like, yeah, think- games, guys. Yeah. What was it like prime? Was there ever like a prime AFC North where the Ravens and the Browns and the Bengals yeah. and yeah. uh who's who's the other who's the fourteen? Steelers. 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 
all were beating up on each other, except that was defensive struggles. This is going to be offense versus offense. So it'll be different, but the same competitiveness. Uh, it's just going to be very, very wide open every week. And they got to play each other for whatever it is, you know, eight games. So they got to play each other, you know, six, or they got six games versus each other, eight games yeah. versus each six, other or whatever. So, so, yeah. I don't Enjoy. know. I'm excited to also see, like, the Chargers defense. I don't think J.C. Jackson will be available, but Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa are should absolutely eat the Raiders' offensive line alive and just make Derek Carr's life miserable. So, I what? They just got they just got rid of Alex Leatherwood, first round pick from last year, left guard. They cut him. Don't and guess who picked him up? Uh, Ken mentioned it earlier. The Bears. That Bears. They're great offensive line. Yeah, that's why I picked the Bears. They just got a first round pick at it. <laughs> Good call. Good call. All right, all right. Let's move on. We're going to be doing something a little bit different for, uh, this year. Um, just adding on a fantasy segment. We talked fantasy previous week, so we figure we'll give, you know, sneaky guys with high upside that you can, you know, throw into your lineup. Uh, obviously, you don't need – you just drafted. All your players are nearly healthy, and so you don't need someone special to drop in. But this will be good as bye weeks come up, uh, as injuries happen, and you're like, man, I need a sneaky running back, a sneaky wide receiver, or something to play. Maybe this is a guy you can trade for. This is a guy you can throw in off the bench or off the waiver. So – uh, Ken, do you have a guy that you know you're you have high hopes for oh. that is maybe a little under the radar? It's not going to be off the uh, the waiver, uh, but I think you know starting off week one, this is when you first see what the Packers are actually going to do, and I think this is where uh, you know Packers play Minnesota. AJ Dillon is just going to just play old school smash mouth football. Aaron Rodgers is going to be the slowest game you see. Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon. Running, running a ton, but uh, I, I think especially uh, third, fourth quarter, uh, you see uh, A.J. Dillon just completely running the clock, all the end zone, uh, and you're going to – he's going to switch from being that, like, borderline, like, oh, is he a, a flex or bench warmer to, you know what, I got to get this guy in the lineup. All right. Connor, anyone uh, that you're looking at under radar play? The deepest of the deepest of leagues. We're talking – 12 man we're talking ppr this is this is a deep end of the pool where they put a subsequent pool with a deeper end in the bottom (laughs) this is like if it works you can come back and you can tip us if it doesn't work you can understand why it was such a deep dark horse (laughs) (laughs) if we're right give us money if we're wrong you knew what was going to (laughs) happen dj chart Baby you can chart. find him a lot of times on waivers. Uh, Jameson Williams is not going to be available. Uh, I don't think they put him on pup, but there's almost mm-hmm. no chance that he plays. He's had a really good offseason, apparently, with golf. All reports out uh, of uh, Detroit are saying that he worked out with him constantly over uh, the offseason. He's only 25, and two years ago, uh, you know, he, uh, no, it's three years ago, uh, he was, you know, a top 20 wide receiver. Uh, and I think it was last, oh, I mean, last year he blew out his ankle in the first game, but he had an injury riddled the last two seasons. Basically, the Detroit gave him a, uh, a, a flyer, a prove it deal, but they did give him some money. I think it was like 8 million. So it wasn't 10 cheap. million, one, $10 million one year. So it is, that's what I was going to bring up. He needs to show out, right? 
It's a prove-it deal, but I think most of it's guaranteed, too. So, uh, you know, they're going to give him some money. And uh, I would say, or he's got heavy bonus incentives. I don't know. I don't think he has a ton of com- competition. Yes, Amon Ross St. Brown is there in the slot. Uh, Hawkinson is back. Swift is back. Yeah, I got that. But this is why this is like the last second, uh, you know, all of a sudden, I don't know, somebody in your in your fantasy group decides that they want to drop him. I would say pick him up. He's a flyer. He's a late ad. I think he could potentially eat into both Hawkinson and St. Brown's targets consistently. That goes really well with my Detroit plus four pick, so I 100% agree. Um, I'm going to be turning to the old men in the league. They're going to bust out their walkers. It's week one, so they are going to be more healthy than normal. Uh, It's going to be, they were drafted together at nearly identical identical spots. Wow. Anyways, A.J. Green, Julio Jones. Uh, A.J. Green is coming against Kansas City. They're going to put up points. They need to answer, and... I think they just need that one-on-one presence on the outside. They tried to lean on him a lot last year, but now at least they have Hollywood Brown across from him to, you know, he's going to have solo coverage. He's a bigger dude, uh, and I think he'll be able to beat up whatever joke is left on him. I have a feeling, I think they drafted two young corners in the first and second round, and if you leave those on a vet-savvy guy, um, I think he'll make contested catches and break, you know, make breaks at the right time. And then the other one, if he plays, is Julio Jones. I know he's listed on the second team for Tampa Bay, but I think Tom Brady will feed him, and Dallas has a weak number two corner. They have a weak number one, in my opinion, in Trayvon Diggs. But, you know, interceptions, people will argue with that. But they have a weak number two, uh, and people are going to be giving attention to Mike Evans. That will mean Julio Jones one-on-one. Even Last year in the playoffs, he's still productive, something like 80 yards and six catches or something. Uh, I think he comes out. And Tom feeds him. When Tom got A.B. in New England on short notice, A.B. had five catches for like 60 yards and a touchdown. When Tom got A.B. on short notice in Tampa Bay, first game, A.B. was solid and uh, got lots of love from Tom. So I believe in Brady just to feed Julio Jones, make him comfortable, uh, you know, and you don't know how healthy Julio is going to be. So he's got to pad his stats at some point. I think this is it. He'll probably pull his hammy three quarters in, but he'll already have, you know, 60, 70 yards and a touchdown, making it worth that flyer that you bought him for. <laughs> That's funny. I actually, I totally forgot Adrian Green was even on the Cardinals. So <laughs> I, I almost picked Rondale Moore as the go-to against the Chiefs. It's going to be a lot of points. It, but, it, like, realistically, uh, it, it, it's like, what rece- pick a receiver on Arizona, and you might not be wrong, right? <laughs> Supposedly, they're going to be Marquis wrong. They're going to put Rondell Moore in the backfield some. They're going to put him – they said that last year, but supposedly they're going to move him around. I hate that. I hate that. He's not Debo. Don't, don't, don't do it. You might be able to – he's not going to hand the ball off to him. You're going to put him there in five wide, and then you're going to motion him into the backfield, make sure they get a linebacker on him, those three by one, and you just clear out and let him go to work. And then, and then he gets his 10 catches for 40 yards. <laughs> yeah, PPR great. If he scores a touchdown, you're in luck. <laughs> All right, I think that covers everything we had. Any last minute remarks? Any excitement for football? Anything you want to throw in? Work on your intro, Phil. <laughs> which, which one? <laughs> uh, do what we did. They on were the sixth they, they were all terrible. I apologize, everyone. 
Tyler's um, on intros next week. I'm on intros next week. I, you know, I took the job back from him and I just lost it. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I hope your betting picks go right and your fantasy teams win. Also, there's a Tanya Harding reference. If you're still listening, go back and find it. There's a Tanya Harding reference. If you made it Google this it. far, go Google back. It. <laughs> Google it. Google it if you don't know. All right.